Welcome to the Center for International and Regional Studies at Georgetown University in Qatar. These podcasts are part of a research initiative titled Building a Legacy, Qatar FIFA World Cup 2022. Welcome, everybody. We are welcoming today Loiwa Almari, president of the Qatar Women's Sports Committee. We are talking with her about women's sport in Qatar and the progresses that have been made in this domain since Qatar has been awarded the FIFA World Cup 2022. Thank you for joining us today, Loiwa. Hi, Danielle. Thank you for having me. I'm really happy to be here. And we are happy to talk with you. And Loiva, when Qatar was awarded the FIFA World Cup 2022 in December 2010, one of the criticisms was that sport in Qatar is a male-dominated sphere. However, the Qatar Women's Sports Committee, in short QWSC, was already established nine years earlier in 2001. Could you share with us some insights about the reasons that led to the establishment of the QWSC and what is its main mission and vision? Uh, the Qatar Women's Sports Committee was established in the year 2000. It was under the Supreme Council for Family Affairs. Uh, and then in the, in the year 2001, it moved under the Qatar Olympic Committee. And of course, it started to improve women's lives and of course, to build a strong Olympic t- uh, teams, to create awareness, to let people to be um, more active in sports in many levels. Mm-hmm. So now some people might ask, uh, why does it need a special committee for women's sport rather than giving the associations for individual sports like the handball, the football, the the athletics federations responsibility to promote women's sports? So could you give us some insight? What was the rationale for creating a a special Uh, body? Uh, actually, to, to have a women's sports committee, it's something happening everywhere. Even in the International Olympic Committee, the IOC, they have a women's committee related to it. The OCA, the Olympic Council of Asia, they have a women's committee. But uh, it's different here in, uh, here in Qatar that when we started, we have PE classes in school since kindergarten. We have uh, sport in university, but we don't have clubs for women. We don't have have the national teams, uh, women participating in national teams. So this was the only thing different. So we started as a women's committee having, uh, we started uh, with schools. We wanted to build trust with families. We wanted to uh, build trust with the girls themselves because the girls at that time, they were uh, too much shy. There wasn't like a lot of things happening here and there. So we rented many schools. Uh, we uh, we went back to the schools after school hours to have the sports centers for many different sports. So they come to a place they trust, like the schools, and then with the women's committee, we are all ladies in there, uh, to, uh, to establish uh, and to have a relationship with the girls and the families. At the beginning, we, de- we needed long time to build this relationship. After that, we started working with the sport federation uh, we have our referees, we have our coaches, but we are working with them. And in the year 2020, all the sports moved as as we planned. We wanted to start it with them in our committee uh, to have a private place for them to train, to trust the place, 
uh, to know how it's happening. And then after that, we shift them to go to, to the federation. So now uh, all of the athletes, they are under the umbrella of each individual national federation. Okay. So, of course, when we talk about sports, there's always grassroots sports and elite sports. And um, now with the World Cup coming up, we are particularly looking at, at the elite sport level and how are the chances of, of the Qatari men's team at, at the World Cup. But, I mean, in general, when we think about Qatari sporting successes, um, we might first particularly think about... Um, men's successes, like the men's national football team victory at the 2019 Asian Cup, or the three Qatari medals at the last Summer Olympic Games in Tokyo, all won by men. Um, now, having done the work since 20 years, the Women's Committee, uh, can you share with our audience some success stories of Qatari female athletes and teams? Okay, at the beginning, Danielle, when we started, to be in the Olympics, it, it was a dream for us. We, would, we wouldn't even see it happening when we started in the 2000. And our first Olympic participation, our first women Olympic participation was in the year 2012 in London. Mm -hmm. it, it was a dream coming true for us. Uh, and the, the, the player who was raising the flag of Qatar, she was a female athlete. She was Bahia Al-Hamad, the shooter. Mm -hmm. After that, we started participating in, uh, in Olympics in Tokyo and Rio. Uh, to have um, like major success, uh, we have in the level of West Asian Games, our first uh, gold medal, it was in handball in the West Asian Games in 2016. It was happening in Doha. We had it in handball. We have some success in shooting, in athletics, in table tennis. We are proud of our girls. Of course, we need to have Olympic medal. We're working on that, and it needs time. Mm -hmm. Now, this year, the GCC Games happened in Kuwait, and I read in media articles that you said that they were a turning point in the history of women's sport in the region. Could you elaborate on this, please? Yeah, we started the sport with all our with uh, most of our neighbor countries. Uh, so we start doing in 2008 like a small competitions happening in uh, in some of the GCC uh, countries. Every two years we will have something similar to uh, Olympic Games, but in a GCC level, all of the athletes will be traveling like every two years to different country. Uh, the boys are having, uh, having the same in, the, in their level. We wanted to have one uh, delegation to have male and female all together participating, like similar to Asian Games, similar to Olympic Games. But we've been working on this for a very long time until we got this approval. Uh, in Kuwait, it was the first time to have uh, the first delegation of men and women in GCC level. It was mm -hmm. really something important for all of the countries because we, we wanted the, all of the federation, the Olympic Committee, uh, to, to look at the girls like they are really uh, athletes and they are uh, playing under the name of the country and take the thing seriously. They will not take it seriously until we are all in, in the same delegation going to participate and the medals are counting for, for us and for them, for the whole country together. So it was a really turning point. And we think after 
this uh, huge uh, success, I think uh, things will be much better with Saudi also participating with the girls for the first time. So uh, we are really ambitious and I think things are uh, being better than before. Yeah, terrific. Thank you. Um, that's very interesting. Now, um, let's talk about football since everybody's excited about the uh, uh, men's World Cup this year in, in, in Qatar. Um, but um, we haven't heard much about the development of women's football in Qatar. Um, could you update us with, with some recent developments in this domain? Okay. Uh, we have a program It was uh, created by the Qatar Olympic Committee. It's called the School Olympic Program, if you heard about it. Mm -hmm. It's like a small uh, Olympics between school level for uh, girls and boys in, in every sport. So we, when we started it, football was one of the sports in there. Uh, we found that girls are like um, really in love with football. And we hear that there is a lot of uh, girls are playing against each other. Many teams here and there doing that. So in the year 2009, we announced that we have a, like a big competition. Everyone want to register. Everyone have a football team. Uh, every friend, anyone have... Uh, have a team they want to participate they can do it in 2009 we want to te we want to see like how many teams are there what are the level of them wh what are the ages and it was a surprise for us that 15 teams came to register mm -hmm. with no training no coaches no something like uh, officially under the federation or under us as a committee so it was the first uh, year uh, this competition happened. After that, we asked for a budget. We uh, brought a professional uh, football uh, coach. And we started to have uh, two teams, one under 14 and one under 16. Uh, from that uh, time until now, we have a, friendly, uh, a lot of friendly national matches. The last one was in 2022 with Afghanistan, Qatar won it. And the one before that, Afghanistan was winning on that. Uh, also, uh, if you hear that Bayern Munich, every year they uh, have their training camps here in Doha for the women team. So anytime they are here, we, 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 we always contact them to have a friendly matches with them, to have a, like sessions with them, training with them, and any, any other... Uh, team coming for, for training camp or we invite any of them. So many friendly matches are happening. Girls are doing well, but not as uh, as planned. So we need to like work hard on it uh, to have more girls uh, participate and uh, to be better in the future, inshallah. Yeah, also the women's team is uh, so far not ranked in the, in the FIFA ranking. Um, so you mentioned there were a lot of like friendly games, but um, would you expect in the future that uh, there is more effort to also have a ranking of the women's team? Uh, there is a ranking. Uh, when we played with Afghanistan, Palestine and um, Maldives, there was like a lot of, uh, it's there, the ranking is not very high, uh, but we are doing more to have a better ranking for us. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're discussing, uh, those of us living in Qatar, we, we discuss like on, on all domains, always the question, what's the impact of the World Cup 
uh, on Qatar. So specifically when it comes to to women's sport in general, not just women's football, uh, what's your assessment? Did the awarding of the FIFA Men's World Cup help the development of women's also the development of women's sport in Qatar? You know, here in Qatar, when we first hosted the, the Doha Asian Games in 2006, we cannot forget this was experience of many people here. Uh, and we are really looking forward for the World Cup because it will be spotting a light on sport in general in, in Qatar, including uh, women. Of course, there is a lot of benefits. Uh, and I think... Uh, girls mostly benefiting of this and we encourage most of our players to volunteer in this games most of them will be volunteering in the games to be like closer to this uh, big uh, competition happening here in qatar for a lifetime mm -hmm. so um my last question is a very general question i mean at the beginning you you mentioned uh, also, like uh, cultural issues and 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 um, you know gaining the trust of, of 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 girls and their families, which is touching maybe the general issue of like cultural obstacles. Is this like one of the major obstacles for women's sports um, that need to be addressed? And um, yeah, where do you see in general uh, obstacles, and which factors make you also optimistic for the future? Uh, of course, uh, Daniel, the social traditions, the customs, lack of awareness. We have a lot of obstacles, but we are studying them well. We are trying to uh, uh, to find like uh, a ways how to uh, address it very well to uh, uh, to be better in the future. We have a lot of obstacles. We know that, but there is a the support of the government people are changing you know before we, we used to have our uh, players we are like following them and whenever she get married or whenever she go to the university she will stop coming now mm -hmm. in these days you will find a, a married athlete her husband is cheering for her uh, sometimes uh, part of the families the fathers the mothers and even when we travel abroad some of them will come to cheer for their uh, for their girls it never happened before, but in these days, things are happening. We need to work more on that, but uh, we, we cannot uh, also uh, see the change. Changes are happening. It will need more time. It will need us to work together, all of us. And I think we, I think we are going in the right direction. Yeah, I agree with you. And I see it also amongst our female students that many of them do a variety of of sports i think the changes are happening maybe uh, culture cannot change as fast as an infrastructure of a country but i also think it's happening loiva i would like to to thank you for the conversation that was super interesting and um for everybody who is interested in in women's sport i would just like to direct them to some of our previous episodes for example there was one with monica Stab a former coach of the uh, Qatari national women's football team. And we had another episode with a female football player. So maybe you want to check this out. Loiva, thank you very much uh, for all the work you are doing to improve uh, women's sport in the country. And thank you very much for the conversation and all the best for you personally and professionally in the future. Thank you so much. Wish you all the best as well.